<laughs> Welcome back to Our Hollywood. I'm Kim. I'm Daniel. And this episode is when your fave is problematic. It's problematic. It's problematic. problematic. Um, and our guest today is Serena Baines. Hi, Serena. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Um, good. Daniel's trying to force me. Yeah, Daniel's feeling really in the Christmas spirit, yeah. and I'm just not there yet. We only have like three Christmas episodes, so I was like, we're gonna wear Santa hats. You're gonna wear Santa hats. No, comment down below if Kim should <laughs> <Kim laughs> wear a Santa hat, and at least one. At least the Christmas one. Okay, yeah, the Christmas one, sure. Okay. But it's still like early December, I'm just not feeling it that much. No, my house is fully decked out in yeah. holiday. So is my house. You should see the like the christmas decor outside my house yeah it's ridiculous i love christmas anyway gonna, just pretend Sorry. like i'm wearing a sand hat okay yeah, so, yeah 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 we're, we're mm-hmm. on symbolically wearing sand hats okay in our speech yeah. <laughs> yeah um so serena do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and why you want to go into like the entertainment industry and kind of what you want to do that's mm-hmm. in that vein Yeah, so um, throughout college, I interned for companies such as Warner Horizon, LeBron James's Spring Hill Entertainment, the Step Up franchise's Offspring Entertainment. Um, And then actually the summer before my senior year, I edited for a YouTuber and I really loved it. And then um, since then, I have worked freelance for a company called Bridge Production. And with them, I help um, basically this guy is like this like free spirit that got sober when he was 21 and he's a TikToker um, who's like on the older side and he just wants to share his message of sobriety and um, positivity. So I'm helping him actually create a reality TV show on his life, which is interesting and fun. Um, But I also recently got a job in creative advertising and with that I am um, basically just specializing in making ads for social media and in particular Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. And that's been really fun, just like learning about the back end of advertising because I think fashion has always been something I've also been interested in. So now I'm kind of um, in a job that's at the cra- like crossroads of both when it comes to advertising fashion and just like being able to express myself creatively so i just love it it makes me happy um that's good yeah yeah thank you thank you so much for being here then because you're a busy a busy gal yeah. <laughs> so thank you for taking the time out of your day and um, of course serena and i met in college so like i actually don't know this why did you want to major in film and television like at school at our school well i guess in general in college yeah <laughs> I mean, I have always loved the entertainment industry. I mean, I have been a fangirl since day one. Like, I loved, I love, that's why I had chose this topic because I feel like I can speak to such a fangirl perspective and as someone that also has worked in the industry. Um, I loved Justin Bieber. I would make videos for him all the time when I was younger and that actually turned into what I do now, essentially. Um, But I mean... I think that this is something that, of course, like, I think, Kim, you and I have talked about this, like, as an Asian American, I feel like representation is something that has always lacked or been lacking in the media. And I think that as someone that has gone to college, I feel like I'm in a position of power now where I just want to 
be able to help bring a voice to people that don't necessarily have one or aren't necessarily represented. And so with this, like, for example, with this new job, I, I just think that it'd be cool to just see more people that look like normal people like out there and whether it be in film, whether it be in ads, whether it be in TV. And I think that's just something I just really want to be a part of. Cool. That was such a good answer. It's because sometimes thank I'm like, you, thank you. like, I don't know what I would answer to that question. Uh-huh. I feel like I would just try to be funny. <laughs> that's no. like where I would go, but that was a really good answer. Yeah. I was like, wow. Okay. I, think, <laughs> I feel like I'm like overthinking like everything. So that makes me feel good just because like Zoom, <laughs> like having yeah, yeah. a Zoom conversation about this like I keep looking at myself and I feel like I'm on The Bachelor and I'm just like (laughs) (laughs) like Serena 22 wants to change the world in the little corner (laughs) (laughs) well I think how you were saying like how fan culture kind of got you into this business a little bit I think that's super interesting because a lot of like stands I guess you would call them like they're they're really good at a lot of like editing like fan cams yeah like like I'm like how do you do that like all this like technological digital Mm -hmm. stuff they're really good at and like social media especially because that's literally Mm -hmm. where all of the fan culture like resides now um so I think we're probably gonna see a lot more people yeah that kind of want to get into the field because of stuff like that I mean I used to tweet Justin Bieber like I would write out intense like breakdowns of music video ideas I would do it shot by shot lyric to lyric and then I remember his director said wow you should be a director for show one day and I said yes (laughs) I said never say never and then but, but my um I mean like with YouTube and everything I remember when I had a I had a Twitter account called Project OLLG to be Justin Bieber's One Less Lonely Girl. <laughs> I made the most dramatic video to A Drop in the Ocean by Ron Pope. And you best believe, can I, I don't know if I can cuss on this show. Yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah, okay, I was like, you best believe that that shit got the attention of Justin Bieber's team and my ass met him. I was this One Less Lonely Girl. And you know what? It's gotten me to where I am today. I use it as my college essay. I like it's so funny because I remember I was also a stan online at the same mm-hmm. time and I remember seeing your video like on Twitter and I'm Kim was like a mag- <laughs> can I say that I was like anything that had to be youtubers magcon yeah I was like wait can I expose yeah no please expose me I'm about to expose okay. myself on my tiktok about meeting Cameron Dallas like five times okay stop <gasps> I I'm no because they were in San Francisco. They were standing in Union Square. I will never forget this. They're standing in Union Square. Magcon was in town, and my I knew. I was like, I'm gonna meet them somehow. It was Valentine's Day. I was a sophomore in call or in high school, and we were in the car. And I see Nash and Cameron standing on the street corner. My ass literally <laughs> said, "Mom and Dad, I'm getting out of the car." And they said. <laughs> And I said, goodbye. I jumped out of the car in traffic in San Francisco, casually walked into an H&M men's and I pretended like I was looking at the clothes and I was just like stroking like the different sweaters on display. And then I walked up and I was like, oh, um, are you? (laughs) And then that's how I met Nash and Cameron. 
Oh, you're pulling a ladybird no. in the middle of traffic. No, my so. parents are funny. I have a similar story. I have a similar story because, like, they were in San Diego, right? My parents, oh my were, we were going to go on a hike, and I was so mad yeah. because I was like, I want to stand at the hotel all fucking day. Like, you bitches. As one does. Yeah, and so yeah. I was, I was yeah. like, throwing a fucking temper tantrum because I was like, I was a teenager girl that just wanted male attention. Yeah. Right, yeah. And yeah. then Still I... Mean, <laughs> me, yeah and nothing has changed um, and then we go to seaport village and they're at like the hilton which is like a good stretch there's a whole convention center in the middle of that and the san diego yeah. convention center and that's long so i my parents drop me off at the seaport village and i run to the hilton that's like a mile yeah <laughs> i didn't stop and mind you i'm one of those girls that walked them that was your fastest all time yeah no literally no. i like ran so hard i i literally walked the mile in high school i would be that girl that everyone would be waiting on and then i i literally <laughs> i ran there but then i remember i walked because they were playing football outside and then i Wait, walked how did you know they were there because it was MadCon was happening at oh, the hotel. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. And I was going day two, but I just wanted to like be there. Yeah. And experience I, yeah. it. And <laughs> then like I they're playing football and I was just we were all just watching them shirtlessly playing football, like what a dream for like a, oh a, a 12, 13 year old girl. And then I walk I started walking out because I saw that they were about to leave. And then like I I feel like somebody really like literally like right next to me on me. And I was okay. like, I was like literally ready to fight. I was like, oh my god. And then I look, it's Jack Golinski. And I was like, oh. <laughs> You're like, do it again. I know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, never mind, never mind. Wait, who? Jack Golinski. Oh Jack and Jack. He's like the hottest one out of all of them. I have no idea who right? you're but he I is. He is also problematic too, though. He's problematic. Which well, okay, never mind. He yeah. pretends to be shocked. I'm not even I know. Shocked. You're like <gasps> <laughs> that was such a good segue. No, because I know. Yeah, I was, a lot of those yeah. MadCon boys are problematic. Wait, who and why? I mean, yeah. Who and Just why? Just quickly, like a quick recap. Cameron Dallas, Nash Greer, but like, like for, literally all do? of them. Well, Nash Greer is better now because he like he's like in a relationship. Oh no, that's a different one. Oh my god, <laughs> joined a cult. The one that was like gay before, but then suddenly he's like, that's I love Jesus. Anthony. No, that's Will Anthony. I think yeah. he was actually at one point. No, he wasn't. I don't know. It makes me so yeah. sad that Lohan Anthony. I mean, if he's happy, I guess. But like, yeah. Well, it, the videos are scary. I, I know. Nash, just like when they were at their peak. Remember when he was like, shave, wash yeah. your hair, oh, shave. He's like body him. hair. Ugh. He's like, but am. now his like his wife or not wife his fiance or whatever she's like super awesome i love her i don't know why i thought you were gonna say super hairy <laughs> very much, no she's very much a person that like okay cool like i remember when they first started dating i was very confused because i'm like she got so she does got not a, care he got a character mm-hmm. arc. yeah he got it he grew yeah. it. and okay. they have a cute baby now cameron actually was an addict yeah. yeah he was an addict to something i don't know exactly what but i remember he like called somebody a gay slur and like Taylor Kniff, um, big boobs, nice vagina. What's like that was like what? at the peak. He literally yeah. had the, he would always have videos like of him saying really messed up things about girls. And mm-hmm. then he was like, "What I look? I know it was like a kind of like a joke, but it was still like he's like I like a girl that has big boobs and nice vagina. Mm-hmm. Like that's just really weird. Yeah, I ho- I don't know what weird. any of them are doing them anymore besides Shawn Mendes. Let's not forget Shawn Mendes was, you, was he there, boy. which is so weird. No, I wish. No. I no. wish. 
he didn't show up to MadCon San Diego, and they didn't say that beforehand. They announced it at the event. Like, oh, it's not they, coming. Well, that's smart because imagine the outrage if they had announced. Oh it. yeah, and then they just throw, throw threw up this video that was like it was Sean being like, "Hey guys, sorry I can't oh be god. here. Um, here's a little song." <laughs> oh my god, here's <laughs> a little song. The thing is, if Sean Mendez was at that H and M in like 2000 and whatever, I think that you know. I could have been Camilla. <laughs> I'm not as talented. As you should. As, as you should. And we but, would you take know? you. We would accept you over Camilla. <laughs> we would. Well, okay. Anyway, before we get away from the really good segue that we had, um, so t- today's topic is about well, it's a little bit broader. That was the most lighthearted way to transition into this. Well, because big it has topic. to be. Yeah. I had to wear a Santa hat because yeah. I was like, this is going to get rough. Um, so. Today's, it's a, we have kind of two different sections to this topic, but the general idea is what happens when someone that you admire, someone that you're a huge fan of, uh, someone that you look up to mm-hmm. um, is horrible and they get exposed, but not just being a little bit horrible, like a lot horrible. Yeah. Um, not I, like they were mean <laughs> to their fans one day. Like. Yeah. Not like they were angry one day and they were like, I don't want a picture. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Yeah the two different sort of um, situations, which there's plenty, but the ones that we wanted to talk mm-hmm. about today is um, when your fave turns out to be a sexual predator, which has mm-hmm. been happening a lot. And then the second one is kind of a, a bit more general, um, just when your fave gets canceled for being terrible and a piece of mm-hmm. trash. Um, but before we get into that, we did want to issue a trigger warning because we are going to be talking about sexual assault and um, a little bit about domestic violence. So, if anyone doesn't want to hear that, come back next week. Hopefully, it will be light, more lighthearted. Um, what? I was trying to think about what our topic was for next week, but I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, okay. It's finals week. Um, and then also, our YouTube channel just launched. So if you go on YouTube and search our Hollywood podcast, um, you can watch the first seven episodes um, fully with video of us being And confused. no ads, because we're not monetized. Nope um so right? yeah, yeah people who are visual learners <laughs> go check that out you can see him and I's outfits <laughs> because yeah. we honestly think about it i do i think about outfits constantly yeah but also like during the halloween ones i was like okay i'm gonna wear a shirt that yeah correlates color- yeah anyway do you want to start off the i love it but this yeah <laughs> start there <laughs> Sorry, this is not funny. No, no, no. Sorry. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, we... Oh, I didn't write that. What? That, no? Oh, no, I just meant, like, if you want to introduce the topic. Well, oh, I just want to okay. say, if we laugh at anything, we're not trying to make fun of it. It's just... When it's we a defense uncom- mechanism. I try to make things yeah. funny when I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, me too. And I, I think, think we have we to, because this this one is hard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for, well, that, I can talk about that a little bit later. Go into Baby Driver. <laughs> okay, well, Baby Driver was a hard pill to swallow because I absolutely think that movie is like one of the best movies that's come out recently ever. But I just think I'm just so far up Edgar Wright's ass. Like, we went to go see him at the Egyptian Theater. Yeah, well, Edgar Wright's not the problem. No, we should stand him. <laughs> who, who else was there? It was just him. It was just him and the other guy that directed The Driver. Oh, or yeah. What, whatever the movie driver. inspired, that was, inspired movie. it. That was a good movie. Which we I'm so not. sorry to that man. Yeah. He's like literally an iconic director and I don't remember his name because I'm God. so obsessed with Edgar Wright. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I really love Edgar Wright. Um, and Baby Driver. Baby Driver in general. And I was a very big Ansel Elgort stan because 
the following our stars like that was like peak movie to or book to movie adaptations and we were yeah like, that really age. was like teen, was. teen book to movie adaptations yeah i remember when i found out i'm so over it was casted as augustus right that's his name yeah 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 i was like what the fuck i was like absolutely not this is not that augustus waters i was pissed but then when i saw the movie i was like I was like, <laughs> I was like, so cute. But if you give any relatively attractive boy those dialogue, those words of dialogue, and they can mildly deliver it, yeah. Any any twelve year old girl is gonna be like, yeah. Oh Tell me I'm it's wrong. Like, okay. like okay, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. You oh, I hate it. Okay, so but funny. when I, that's it. My one critique. <laughs> no 16 no year old talks that way no no it's no. A, what the, the it's a har, it's my harmarsha i was like what the i had to google it i was like, <laughs> like your fatal flaw i was like i don't know i don't know but yeah. um, it's like one of those yeah, moments where you pretend to know what's going on and then yeah. but then you have to like actually yeah. google it anyways back to baby driver that yeah. was just like just prepping you for how I guess like I felt about this allegation coming out it totally absolutely shattered my world for like a couple days to be honest because I was uh so baby driver also anticipating West Side Story because that's Mm. still gonna come out and I love West Side Story because I love any Shakespeare adaptation literally I just love a good musical I yeah yes (laughs) we have a whole episode dedicated to musical so yes um, so basically, Ansel Elgort was accused of sexual assault. He was in a relationship with a 17-year-old when he was, like, 20, and I guess they broke up, and he, well, I guess it happened during the relationship, but he was upset. Wait, what no, it was the first time, we, okay, I take everything we say, guys, with a grain of salt, because I, this is what I remember reading, but I might have, mi- like, have mixed a few things up, but yeah. from what I remember, it was, like, they, she was, like, a fan of him, and mm-hmm. they... Like, he, like, invited her to his hotel room and uh, sexually assaulted her. And, but, like, she didn't realize what it was yet or something. And then later, they were, like, still, they were, like, dating, right? Mm-hmm. They're, but mm-hmm. he didn't see it as dating or something. Uh... And so he, like, tried to spin it as, like, oh, she's crazy and obsessive. But, you know. Oh, my God. I feel like do. so many celebrities, like, young celebrity men do that. Like, they totally abuse, like, their power that they have over these girls that literally yeah. idolize them. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, what goes on in your brain? I feel like that's all, or not all. That's a really broad statement, but I feel like a lot of celebrities or just people in positions of power just do that because, I mean, if you think about it, like, I don't know, like, can you, like, the for example, with this girl, like, she was a big fan of his, and finally getting the opportunity to meet someone that you've been idolizing for years you're not going to ever think that someone that you idolize and have loved can ever put you in such a compromising position. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, I mean, especially when you're young, like 17, you're not old enough to make any informed decisions or understand what's going on essentially. Like, even though you think think you do, even though you really think you do, Mm -hmm. you really think you have a grip on it. I mean, I'm 22 and like, I feel like I've always, I always have moments where I feel like I'm a grown ass woman and then I get knocked down a peg and I'm like, oh shit. Like I, I think we're still so young, especially at this age. So it's so weird, especially when talking about a topic like this, when a lot of the times, 
a lot of celebrities uh, lean in on the fact that, oh, they were close to 18 or, oh, they were 18. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you're still a baby at that point. Like, I still am learning about the world. I still know nothing. Like, let's be real. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like, I don't understand insurance. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, like, I should by now. Yeah, like, I should by now. I'm, like, really scared for tax season because I'm, like, I'm actually an adult, like, out of college. I think I need to learn how to do taxes. Anyways, um, yeah, back to that, I guess. Like, (laughs) when did this happen? Like, during quarantine. This year, right? Well, no, 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 not the... Like, he got, like, outed during, that's not the right word. June. He got exposed during, yeah, during quarantine. Yeah, Yeah, I got exposed, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The story broke. The story broke. Yeah, there you go. Um, Which had, okay, that was, like, during that, those, like, two months on Twitter where, like, rapists were just being exposed left and right. Do you remember that? No, Mm -hmm. I don't, actually. Yeah. It was, like, it wasn't just, like, celebrities. It was, like, people from our school. Oh, yes, I do remember that. I remember vividly, like, people from, like, our high school. Like, everybody was just, like, exposing. And I think it was just kind of, like, an open secret at our high school. What? To be honest, like, that men did that to women. I had no idea. Well, I guess being a also, girl, like, I would hear about it you, more. Okay. I would hear about, like, they would always make jokes, like, the sophomore slayers. Like, they'd be senior boys. But, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, like, in my, in high school, I was just, like, that's weird but like i didn't think about it because also i was like I, i'm still fat but like <laughs> no, but no one wants oh, to date no. Like, okay no one wants to no but it's true like i don't have to worry about it as much anyways <laughs> that was just me well no what i was saying was that like during that era well okay i'm glad that it gave other people the confidence to be they're like well everyone is doing it so i feel like yeah now yeah is the time that i can also speak up um which because is great you it's great feel it, because to. yeah yeah it was like um like inspiring other people to be able to come out with their stories which i'm so glad yeah. that they were finally able to um tell the truth especially with people like in our community um because i don't know if that would have happened if other people hadn't spoken up you know something scary is like happening to you it's better to feel like you're with another group of people there's power in numbers for sure yeah exactly 100%. um but with the ansel elgort thing that uh i don't even remember like where i saw it i think it's not, uh, so the girl posted like a notes i saw it immediately really yeah 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 How, what did I, he even say to in response i don't even think i ever saw he was just like he basically tried to be like oh i am sorry he was just like i'm sorry like I didn't that's not how I read the situation oh my god but we were in a relationship yeah it's because he literally couldn't deny it because she had pictures she had text messages like this was this wasn't just her saying something it was like literally this is his response okay I was distressed to see the social media posts about me that have been circulating for the past 24 hours. Mind you, he even took a sweet time to respond, like a whole ass day. Yeah, but I feel like there's celebrities who respond like weeks later. I know, but like that's crazy to me. No, it is. Like, but it's because his PR team was probably like, we are going to read what you, before you are allowed yeah, to say anything. Yeah, I guess. Also, enough with this. Not defending. Notes. Ew, me defending him, not like that, but I just. <laughs> Enough with these notes apologies. I'm tired of seeing it. Anyway, I cannot claim to understand Gabby's feelings, but her descriptions of the events is simply not what happened. Completely dismissing (laughs) how she felt. I have never and would never assault anyone. What is true? What is true is that in New York in 2014, when I was 28, Gabby and I had a brief legal and entirely consensual relationship. Unfortunately, I did not handle, handle the breakup well. I stopped responding to her, which is immature and cruel thing to do to someone. I know this belated apology does not absolve me of my unacceptable behavior when I 
when I disappeared. As I look back at my attitude, I'm disgusted and deeply ashamed of the way I acted. I'm truly sorry. I know I must continue to reflect, learn, and work to grow empathy, which is like that totally absolutely cancels out the first half of his statement where he basically just completely denied her feelings yeah or what she felt like in the relationship or whatever that situation was well i think he discredited her yeah i think that a lot of time these men are like they try to paint the victim as this whole crazy ex-girlfriend essentially and they're like yeah they uh, like he literally says like oh it's because i was like i didn't give her a good breakup and so it's my fault that she but like that's not like, he didn't actually mention anything. Yeah. No. He was, like, skirting around it. It's literally not even a real paragraph. Like, that would not even cut out as a paragraph in, like, a no, college essay. No. And the last and the paragraph literally. <laughs> no. Not at all. No. The last part means nothing. Yeah. Um, I believe that the girl that is his co-star in West Side Story changed her yeah. Instagram bio to something like Believe Survivors when the allegations yeah. did come out. Because, I mean, it's crazy because the specific two weeks that you're talking about when everyone was kind of getting canceled, like quote unquote Mm -hmm. canceled in um, June, I distinctly remember the Ansel Elgort stuff was the first to come out. And then um, after that, Cole Sprouse, there was allegations. And then Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber was quick to nip it in the bud. And then Cole Sprouse, um, I think he talked about it a little bit, but it was just like, so much all at once like to take in just because especially as someone that is so immersed in I mean pop culture it's it's hard seeing people that I think it's crazy because you just like are reminded that these are actors they're yeah they could be heroes but they're also people that can be absolutely horrible and like I think that um going back with what you said earlier, like I was definitely someone that was empowered during those few weeks and everyone was coming forward. And I actually came forward about my own experiences with sexual assault on social media. And like, I think having dealt with stuff like this firsthand, you're right. Like people do spin the story so much to frame women as crazy when they're just speaking their honest truth. And I think that there's, it's just crazy reading all the articles of course like preparing for the show just because everything that people or all these celebrities said to discredit their victims it's stuff that I've heard along the way as well so it's just one of those things that there obviously just needs to be some sort of change and where that starts is kind of just calling people out on their shit mm-hmm. yeah I think like a big thing that you see in like celebrity apologies like there's like kind of like a lack of accountability Mm -hmm. for their actions like I feel like they're so quick I think maybe like PR teams I have no idea I've never worked for a celebrity PR thing I've only took classes like on how to deal with it (laughs) but like I I just think they what I think PR teams and like celebrities think is like the less information you give them the better so they can't like come to conclusions but I feel like no like I think you need to just be as transparent as possible if that's fucking 10 pages on your notes app like (laughs) you need to do that because it just seems so dismissive and you're not letting people in like that's such a shitty thing to like if I ever made somebody feel like that if I was like Ansel Ober in the situation I ever like had a relationship with somebody and I that happened like 
and you actually grew as a person, I, I don't know. That's just, not, I don't know. I can't put myself in those shoes because I've never done that. Right. But, um, it's just, yeah, I think the main thing with all, like, the, so I think, honestly, the, a little bit more of the ones that we're going to talk about do the exact same thing. There's, like, a format mm-hmm. where it's, like, this is what happened, yeah. except that's not what happened, guys. Yeah, yeah. But also, I'm yeah. still sorry. No, literally. But it's not what happened. And I'm, like, okay, well, then They're why like, I'm you... sorry this happened, but it didn't happen that way, but I'm so sorry, and I will work on myself. Yeah, but I will be nothing. a better person. Yeah. And then they have a new movie out in three months. No, literally. And it's just, like, I don't know, like, if, I don't know what. I don't know. I think for me, everybody wants something different. I feel like just showing accountability, like showing what you've done to grow as a better person, like not like being blatantly like, see guys, like look what I'm doing, like blah, 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 blah. But like, I feel like just, I don't know. How do you do it? How do you like come back from a situation like that? I mean, like a sexual assault, like (laughs) I think an issue with these like celebrity statements is it's like the stereotypical someone saying, I'm sorry that that made you feel this way, not I'm sorry that I did this. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's just like the number one common thread throughout all the people we're going to be talking about is, I'm sorry that situation made you feel that way. But it's not, I'm sorry that I put you in that situation and I did X, Y, and Z. And so there's just such a big distinction that I feel like, of course, celebrities want to save their butts save their images but i think they kind of dig themselves deeper in a hole yeah (laughs) literally but also just don't be a shitty person yeah and like yeah don't fucking do that yeah (laughs) Yeah. but don't um which gets us to it's common sense (laughs) literally i i don't understand why it's so hard for people to understand to not do bad things yeah i also think like uh because i don't know i just reread my little paper on masculinity that Uh i did last year and just like Uh i like the way that men have like feel like they have to perform in society also i think affects it Uh and i think Uh right now we're in like a really big shift like not really big but like we're getting Uh to a place where like gender expression can be more fluid and not as rigid and yeah men can perform in their ge- gender identity or women can for- perform in gender identity but non-binary people like anybody can perform or express that femininity masculinity like in any sort of way they want to you know what i mean but basically men feel like they have to not show emotion. They feel like they have to be the dominant ones in the situation at all times. And they, if they don't, if they lose that control, then they are not masculine. And I feel like a lot of these people like take that way too heart, way, way too close to heart, because mm-hmm. especially when you take that and then add being a celebrity and add like having this notion that you can get anybody anytime, anywhere, any place yeah. you want, which is not the case just because you're a celebrity does not make you better than anybody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. And I think it like, yeah, that I, I, it can be hypocritical of like people that like, like fan culture to say that, but like, I can like Harry Styles, but still understand like, he's not going to be like a great person all the person at a time. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I think it, we just have to have more conversations about it. Like, yeah, you're like, I don't even know how they're like, it's such a big issue that, like, really I don't think one conversation is going to, like, I think it's also because it's, like, out of our, like, we can't make we, people yeah. stop doing things. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I don't even know, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, so but speak, it, 
sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I mean, it's kind of a cycle of entitlement and also Mm -hmm. a cycle of, for the longest time, a lot of celebrities were watching other celebrities get away with doing horrible things behind closed doors. And I think that's why when you see older male celebrities, for example, saying like, this is just what you do. Like, this is a part of how you get this role. This is a part of the industry. It's like, I don't know. It's just a bunch of people that just were emboldened by each other and they thought it was okay, even though that they knew that it wasn't, but it's just like, it just is so rooted in entitlement and just watching other people get away with bad shit. So it's like, they think that, I don't know, they think that they're God and that they can get away with it too. Literally. It's yeah. That's, I think it's also cause like the world that these older celebrities grew up in is not our world. At all. Especially, like, the next person we're going to talk about, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> Prime example of that. Yeah. We're sticking to our main uh, yeah, theme. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it's so hard to watch that movie now. I haven't been I able haven't to seen watch it, it since. Yeah, I haven't been able to watch it since. Uh, I used to watch that, like, almost every month. And then when that movie, when, but... uh, when 2020 came, I was like, I can't even Anyway. Um, so, Kevin Spacey, um, I don't remember exactly. I, I believe it was sexual assault as well. Um but the main, well, there's, there's a lot of issues, but the big like thing that people were mad at him about, obviously the sexual assault, was that he essentially used his statement, um, which was essentially his form of an apology, which was not really an apology, but he used it to come out. And this, people were so mad about this because- Super manipulative. It, yes, it's literally gaslighting, oh, number wow. one. And mm-hmm. number two, he was like, um, furthering this like stigma, mm-hmm. this dangerous and wrong stereotype that like LGBTQ people are pedophiles and that pedophiles are part of this of the LGBTQ mm-hmm. um, uh, you know thing. I'm sorry, I forgot what the word was, but that's like a stereotype that has been super dangerous throughout the years. Like back in the, what am I, my me forgetting how to speak because I'm so mad. Um, <laughs> but so essentially, what people were mad about is that he used him coming out to hide behind what he did mm-hmm. and that is literally so dangerous that's why that's such a shitty thing like you're oh a shitty God. person kevin spacey fuck you i'm so glad that i'm never gonna have to see your fucking face in any yeah again. it's just <laughs> uh, like it's it's so because what he did it's like it, it, he did it so that he could be like oh well it's because oh my god i'm so sorry but it's because i'm get-. like that's what he was saying essentially yeah but now he just Dumb. put all LGBTQ people Yeah, because people he was like, I've been closeted, like, my whole life. Yeah, he was blaming it on that. Yeah, like, no. Sir, look at all these people who didn't rape people. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Um, I don't know. Especially because, like, one of the people he did assault was Anthony mi- Rapp. Yeah. Who was a minor, right? I think he was a minor at the time. Yeah. Um, he was really young, I think. Yeah, he was really young, and he doesn't, Kevin, it's like another abuse of power. Like he was an older man that was successful in the entertainment industry, saw this young man that was like, you know, he, Anthony Rapp wasn't as popular at the time. Mm-hmm. Anthony Rapp is like most famous for Rent. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know who that is. Um, and he's really big on Broadway in general. But yeah, so he was one of the people that came out about it. Mm-hmm. And it's just an abuse of power. Like he saw this person that, and I feel like that's like the casting couch. It goes back to all that stuff. Like, it's just like, that's what you have to do to make it. You got to just suck some dick and, you know, like move on with your life. No, but like, that's no, how it is. But yeah. it, that's how they make it seem. That's, but no, you should not have to do anything no. if you're not comfortable to attain fame. 
that fucking sucks. Yeah. And I'm glad that we're like in a time that, I mean, it's still not anywhere near where it should be, but because people are still getting like passes depending on how rich they are. No, literally. Um, but I think, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just really gross. And it makes me so angry to see people abuse their power like that. Yeah, like, it's, it's so upsetting. I think especially because, like, a lot of the time, the people that they're doing this to, like, in this case, they, they're, they were famous, the victims or the survivors, I guess. But the, um, a lot of times, it's young actors and actresses that are not famous yet. Mm-hmm. So they will not. Uh, they will never be able to like be taken seriously. Exactly because it's like they would have to go up against this super famous mm-hmm. and powerful person that has like millions of uh, people who support them and love them, which is literally yeah. terrifying. Yeah, you never know what the response is going to be when you're coming out against some, like a quote unquote powerhouse celebrity. Yeah, like people could easily dismiss you as like a clout chaser, mm-hmm. especially now. Which yeah. is like, why would you want to put your like literal trauma on display for like clout? Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't make any sense for me. Yeah. Like, you should believe survivors. Absolutely. Period. Point blank period. You should believe survivors. Yeah. And uh, I just, mm, I just, <laughs> <laughs> it's so upset. I don't know. Kevin Spacey has me to piss off. Like he. Mm, but I'm glad that I, he was pretty mm. much immediately removed from oh. the spotlight. They were oh, like, yeah. goodbye. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> bye, delete. Yeah. Delete, delete, delete. He got rid of, um, like, House of Cards. Like, that was, like, his show that was really big on and, like, yeah, like completely him pulled him off. And um, I don't know. Did he made his own... Go ahead. He made his own short or something. Just, like, he was like, I'm back. Like, did, did you ever see oh, that? No. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. What, 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 what do you mean, like, like a short film? He, or? like, it was, like, I don't know if he, like, self-produced it or what, but, like... He released a video after like a year or so of, of being out of the limelight and he was like, I'm back. And it's like, no, you're not. No. We didn't let you back in. We no. did not accept you back in. Yeah. But not just him. I feel like a lot of other celebrities have tried doing that. Um, like Louis C.K. He tried I was literally about to ask. I was about he to say something. Tried like coming that. back. People were like, no. No, literally. Absolutely not. And also someone else. Was it Woody Allen? It might have been what. Well, I don't know. Woody Allen's been through like phases of canceling, but I think now finally he's out of them. <laughs> he's finally of out. Like, get him out of here, finally. Um, I don't know. I feel like that happens to a lot of people. Like they're they get they get called out, and then especially like older celebrities. I feel like this is a trend. Mm-hmm. They they try to be like, well, like no, I'm I'm bad. Like they try to like hide away for a couple months and yeah. then come back and, and be like. Never mind, I'm back. Like, accept me. I don't think they understand being <laughs> the cancel. Like, I don't think that they get the point. Like, They're like once we know, we're not going to forget that you did these things. Like, yeah. it's only Hold them. people accountable, like, especially. Yes. Like, and I feel like, mm-hmm. I, I think at the beginning of, like, the Me Too movement and the Time's Out movement, uh, people were, like, kind of like, well, how far can we go with this? Can we still, like, use these celebrities, like, in our movies? Like, can we still cast them and stuff? And no, 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 <laughs> no. Can't. no. In conclusion, no. no. In conclusion, no. In conclusion, it's so much easier to like find out that information. Like they have that whole website, Rotten Apples, where you can yeah. literally look up any celebrity and see. Yeah. So we put it, this on our Instagram um, at our Hollywood. If anyone wants to check it out, but there's this website called the Rotten Apples, and essentially it's kind of like a search engine. But you put in a movie, and it'll tell you if 
any person involved um, in the cast or crew of that movie has sexual assault allegations or like charges against them. Um, so it'll tell you like rotten apple or clean Literally, apples or whatever. I found out that Robert De Niro had sexual assault allegations. I didn't know that either. I have no idea. No way. But he still gets hella word. Yeah. yeah. But that's be- that's single handedly because of Martin Scorsese. Yeah. No. But yeah. It is. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> and it's it's also like scary that powerful men will defend these other powerful men. They're like, yeah. well, he was never mean to me, and I'm like, hey, yeah. Martin, nobody asked Can you. We- Move to Woody Allen. Yeah, let's talk about that one since that, we're moving to directors. That one. Woody Allen has had so, like, his, like, since the 90s, no? Like, it's yeah. been forever that yeah. he's been doing really fucking sus things. <laughs> and um, he, first of all, Woody Allen, director. Anyways, he, the biggest thing people know him for is that he um, divorced his wife and ended up marrying his adopted daughter. <gasps> you didn't know that? No. You didn't know that? I don't know anything about. What? Yeah, that's like the biggest I read, thing. I read Daily Mail every day. Of course I know it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty oh. dumb. Well, he, they adopted her when she was a child. So, oh my god, that's so disgusting. Yeah, they adopted yeah. her when she was a child, and then he ended up like when she got like a little bit older, like to a quote unquote reasonable. How age was that for not him, immediately like a red flag for the entire Hollywood? Because I think when that was like one of the first, oh like I think that's probably Ew. one of the first really sus things. Well, I don't know. No, it was a, definitely more accepted to date when you're like a 50 year old man to date like somebody in their like late teens or oh yeah if you look at celebrities all of them all their wives were super young when they first met which is elvis and priscilla exactly i was like elvis I'm still gonna watch that movie though (laughs) yeah with austin butler is gonna come out with baz lerman Oh, right. I love a Baz Luhrmann film. If Baz, I had to look up Baz Luhrmann. Maybe that will be retracted. Um, oh. <laughs> anyways, uh, so that happened. That was like the first thing that happened. And then his adopted do- daughter, Dylan Farrow, came out that she was molested by Woody Allen. She originally said this. Mind you, the first time she ever accused him of this was when she was seven. Mm. And that was in 1992. And nobody took her seriously. Oh my god. And then she came out again in 2014 in another article and said something about it again. Still, he was still able to make movies. And then she came out again in, I think, 2017 in the LA Times and wrote about it one last time because that was like when the Me Too movement was happening and she was like, so is Woody Allen absolved from this? She's like, so are we doing this now? Yeah, like how, like, the fact that she was powerful enough at seven years old to come out about it and nobody fucking... Nobody ever listens to children, listens which to is so, so bad. It's so yeah. sad. So sad. And I, and then, yeah, so Woody, uh, like Dylan Farrow, one of his another adopted daughters, like how disgusting is that? Another. Oh, wait, the one he married is a different one. The different one. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he should not be allowed to adopt That's children. So gross. Why did yeah. they... Oh, my God. That well, is no so one took it seriously when she was seven. And, but still, people continued to work with him. Uh, well, I guess at the second time, like in the 2017 or between 2014 and 2017, one of the ones, um, he was shooting a rainy day in New York or something Did that like ever that. Did come out? No, right? No, it just came out. 
but oh. nobody watched it because everyone's like, Ooh. fuck that fool. I didn't even know it. I just thought they I didn't even know it dropped. Yeah. They just they just drop it and like it's just there. Like where's it on? I don't I don't think anybody's gonna put it on a streaming platform. Oh, no. <laughs> HBO Max. <laughs> no. Oh, <okay. laughs> HBO Max wants it. But you can Hulu. see it somewhere. Oh yeah, it's out. It has a forty five percent on tomatoes. Is this almost Selena? Yeah. Yeah, Selena Gomez. Anyways, so yeah, so Selena Gomez and Timothy Chalamet. Um, this was like a, a, I think it was like a romantic movie about them. And mm-hmm. then uh, Dylan Farrow came out with um, the op-ed. I'm pretty sure. And then Timothy Chalamet and Selena. And I think they had already wrapped filming. And they were like, Yeah, no, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Don't want to be part of this. And I think it's interesting to co- not compare, but like see how different celebrities react to it. So like Timothy Chalamet immediately came out on Instagram and basically um, he, well, first of all, Timothy Chalamet wasn't as big as he was mm-hmm. when this happened. He was still like mm-hmm. a baby in the industry. He hadn't had many roles. I don't even think, I think Call Me By Your Name was just about, came out yeah. and that, but he yeah. didn't really finish filming this movie. Um, because I remember I was on Timothy Chalamet train like a really long time. I've been mm-hmm. on this train for a while. <laughs> um, I and he basically said he he had a really good statement to be honest. Um, and he basically you can read it if you literally Google Timothy Chalamet response Woody to Woody Allen, like it it'll, it'll <laughs> pop up on the pictures. But he yeah. basically and donated his entire salary to three different charities. He donated it to Time's Up, the LGBTQ, LGBT Center in New York, and Rain, which I think is what you, that's like the only thing you can do, pretty much. Yeah. Um, at that time. And then I think, I think Selene Gomez did the same thing. Well, it was a really good response from him because that it, other times the actors are just like, oh, I don't condone his things. But to me, the, or you could be Scarlett Johansson and be uh, like, uh, actually, no, I will work with him again. This is a Scarlett I Johansson. I cannot hate believe club. Scarlett. This is in 2019, 2019, last year when she was like, I think this was an interview because she was in Avengers that year and Dojo Rabbit and like she was, had a big in Marriage Story. She had a big year last year, right? Marriage Story. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so in 2019, and the Hollywood Reporter, you can still look it up. It's still on the Hollywood Reporter website. The interview asked her, "How do does she feel about Woody Allen?" Johansson let the question hang for a moment ever since the Me Too movement and then Dylan Farrow came out again and they were like her claims were re-examined. She basically said this after like having the question hang, Mm -hmm. mind you, the interview pointedly said that. She had a time, she had a beat to think. She said, I love Woody. I believe him and I would work with him anytime. Mm. what and in the same article she continues to talk about how she's a democrat and she's super like liberal and she okay like Like, okay it's just i mean the crazy thing is is like another woman really just like Mm -hmm. discrediting another woman is just kind of i don't know it's just disgusting like how can you listen especially to someone that was so young when this is all happening to her and, like, she, Scarlett Johansson's a mother, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, can you imagine, like, someone ever laying hands on your child and how you would feel? And here she is saying, I believe Woody. It's like, no. Like, yeah, she full-on whole-ass said, I believe Woody. Yeah. 
She like, didn't even try to. She didn't even try to be like, well, let me cover it for PR. Yeah. She fully said with yeah. her whole chest. And mind you, Scarlett Johansson is not the only one that's still. Oh yeah, there a lot of people. There's, still a, there's a whole list. You can look it up. Um, so I think in comparison, Timothy Chalamet and Scarlett Johansson, like Timothy did like the best that he yeah. could have done with that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which, like, honestly, good for him. For Timothy Chalamet, a king. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, our skinny legend. We love no, him. Stop. <laughs> like, all, all the teen, all the teen gals can sleep well at night knowing Timothy Chalamet. Didn't he? No. Did he what? Oh, about... are you talking about the NYU? Yeah, the club. NYU. Was that real? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay, but think... honestly, it's just no. two. What pills. are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? It's, it's just. <laughs> oh. It's just two pills. <laughs> it's just two pills. I think it's just. Funny. And it's yeah. Timothy Chalamet. It's yeah. just two pills. Yeah. <laughs> just two I, I think everybody was just kind of using it more as a joke. Like, it's just an open secret. That's why that I was like, happened. I don't know if it was so true or not. At least it was like, I guess it was consensual. Yeah. Um, well, like she said, it's just two pills. It's I guess. Just two pills. Just two yeah, pills. At least, <laughs> yeah, at least, at least it was like a curable STD, I guess. Yeah. 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 That was bad. Next, next topic, please. Anyways. Moving on. <laughs> so Moving fuck on. Willie, Woody Allen as well. Yeah. I, I think this is a Woody now, Allen hate club. Yeah. So like he's been, Oh yeah. Woody Allen has been quote unquote canceled multiple times over the years. Multiple times, and now I think it's just like, yeah, no, I think he's just gone from the industry. Which, like, fucking be. finally, like, it's about time. I mean, yeah, I think it's just also like it goes back to like the generational shift. Like, our generation won't put up with this kind of behavior, and I feel like a lot of older people are like-minded to him, where they're just kind of like, but that's a part of Hollywood. It's like, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't have to be. Like, just yeah. because it's been a part of it that. doesn't mean that can't change. Exactly. And I think that's like a whole big thing that we're starting to see, like, uh, especially the entertainment industry shift towards is like, fuck that tradition. That's a weird ass tradition to have in the first place. (laughs) And I think now we're keeping people accountable and I can't wait to like more people are near our age or in positions of power in Hollywood and we can actually fucking actually keep people accountable and like no shit going like going through like fuck that as soon as you are outed for that fuck you you're blacklisted from the industry yeah. and the fact that like a lot of the times the women that come out are the ones that are, are the ones that are blacklisted from hollywood that yeah. part pisses me the fuck off like what mm-hmm. At, it's just like you're also upholding like these awful like standards in society that like mm-hmm. you have to believe men and because men are in the positions of power and whatever the fuck absolutely not i don't care how much money you make i don't care if you yeah. make the best movie ever fuck you you don't if deserve you, i to literally work like if you make a favorite movie and i find out that you did that suddenly it's not my favorite movie i do not yeah. care there's so many more yeah. movies there's so many more talented actors yeah. and directors and producers that are unproblematic that you can stand yeah i promise you that like you can have that happy memory in your little memory box sweet in little your brain. head in your sweet yeah. little brain <laughs> your sweet little head you can have that memory but just let it go which leads me to my personal like like where's this going james franco i know i'm like oh i used to be obsessed with james franco do you not remember that i do that was yeah, a weird face i used to why i just thought he was great he always grossed me out Sorry. Okay, don't shame me. I don't like. Oh, Brandon not you. Warren. I was shaming James Franco. Okay, I was like, okay, I, easy. Oh, like, I just knew he smelled bad. But, Sorry. All right. Anyways. Well, before these these things came out, I was just like, 
Somebody I just liked him because he was like the first like actor. Like it was like when I was first getting into okay. film. Like I was like, oh my god, I love Palo Alto. Like oh my <laughs> like, god, I was like he's super just like into a, that. he's just like a hot indie white boy. Like on yes. the outside, you're like you're like wow, he has the smile lines. Like he's harmless. Like he's charming. Like but like dude. but obviously it's like he's someone that of course the fame mm-hmm. like got to his head. Yeah, I actually 100%. don't know what he did. If you would like to, so many things he did. So oh. many things. <laughs> Basically, he abused his power, which everybody does. Everybody yeah. that's on yeah. this list has abused their power. Um, he. Uh, Basically, he had been a professor at a bunch of different types of places. Like he had his own school, actually, oh, yeah, for yeah, actors yeah. and stuff. And oh, he basically yes. just made a lot of women feel uncomfortable, like in classes. Like, and he would throw fits if women didn't want to like be topless, or and like he removed like their plastic guards when they were doing like sex scenes and stuff. You can read a whole, there's like a whole oh, article detailing all of the horrible things that James Franco did to these women. And I think the craziest part to me is like he this is this allegation came out in the middle of award season um when he was and the, the the disaster artist mm. and he was like up for best actor and stuff and i think he he did get best actor he won, yeah. he won a couple of times and it was the reason why these allegations came out is because it was in the middle of time's up movement and he came to an award show i forget which one but he had a time's up pin on <gasps> yeah and then these i think two girls two i don't actually i don't know how they what their pronouns are these two people came out and they were saying oh funny that you're wearing that time's up pin remember when you did this wait they said it in his face mm-hmm. no they tweeted oh, it okay. they tweeted it. they're yeah. like remember a couple weeks ago when you threw a fit that someone wasn't like i didn't want to suck your dick or something i don't mm-hmm. remember exactly what it was you can look it up on la times um well it was five different women so yeah there's five different yeah. women um so there's a lot and i just think that's so off that's even more yeah. awful like you're gonna sit there and pretend like you're fucking golden because you slap a pin on your fucking tuxedo fuck you <laughs> oh it pisses me off so much and i he and then yeah so that came out after that award show and then there was another award show like a couple of days later he won for best actor but he didn't go because obviously yeah. like how the fuck are you gonna show your face after mm-hmm. that and yeah he's just kind of faded into oblivion now i don't think he's ever addressed it no, he no, probably he never will. He never dissed it, and he never will. I'm sure he'll make another movie in five years, which is... An, mm, mm-hmm. I, I think, think so. one of the things that I read said that he did, but it was just kind of like, I'm sorry. if you, It's like one of those, I'm sorry if you felt that I did that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I fucking hate him right now. I hate him so yeah. much now. Like how, It was like that TikTok audio. is like, you dumb bitch, I love you. <laughs> That's how I felt when that came out. I was literally heartbroken for a really long time and it no, that article is so long no it is there's there's a lot of info okay yeah this is one of the tweets hey james franco nice times up pan at the golden Globes. remember a few weeks ago when you told me the full nudity you had me do in two of your movies for a hundred dollars a day wasn't exploitive because i signed a um tr- contract to do that times up on that yeah oh not good God. And then the other tweet is, cute time's up, Pen Jane Franco. Remember the time you pushed my head down in a car towards your exposed penis and the other time you told my friend you to come to your hotel when she was 17 after you had already been caught doing that doing to a different 17-year-old. 
Oh my God, this unlocked a memory. So like the first thing was before all this came out, I remember because I don't know, Jane Franco also, I, I don't know why I like this man so much. I, I think it's just because he was a white indeed man. Yeah. And I remember he, his Instagram was very odd. He would post the weirdest mm-hmm. things. Like he very much mm-hmm. that I think that's another reason. Like it's like, oh, he's a he's a he's, like he's an artist. Guys. Like he's misunderstood. Yeah. Like nobody gets him. Like he's just a crazy creative mind, like type of thing. Like yeah. Broding type of actor. Bullshit. It's bullshit. Um, yeah. and he got caught. He literally got caught. He did a lot of plays, right? And this he, people would wait outside of plays and Broadway shows to meet actors after the show and I he literally got caught asking this girl he they were like he was like flirting with her and she he was like oh how old are you and she said 17 and he still was like okay so should I book a hotel room for tonight and he literally got caught saying that he literally got interviewed on a a late night television show and the I think it was like one of the Jimmy's one of the Jimmy's asked him Stephen, Stephen Colbert no, oh, no, that's, that's a different the, that's one. That's the time's up thing. That's a different one. Um, it was one of the Jimmy's, I'm pretty sure. And he, they basically were like, so like, what was that? And he was like, ah, he was like, mm, you know, I messed up and I got caught and that's it. That's what he said. He's like, I messed up, I got caught, won't do it again. Completely brushed it off. And they just let him, we all just let him. I remember seeing that on the internet. Like I remember, and I was like, that's a little weird. But I think I was like seven. I was thinking I was seventeen or sixteen at the time. So I was like, so that means I have a chance to turn Franco my fucked up mind. Oh my god! Disgusting. Well, right? I think what's scary is that these all these like little talk shows are rehearsed. So the Jimmy, whichever one it was, yeah, they they know what they're gonna ask. No, oh, yeah, they know yeah. it's oh, gonna yeah, be brought up. Yeah. So they were like, yeah, sure, let's ask him this and let him. Like they they didn't just bo- drop that bomb on him. Like mm-hmm. they, he knew that was coming and that was the response he wanted to. Yeah. Release. Yeah. But that's the thing. Everyone, I feel like people that do problematic things they're like oh it was a mistake and then people are like yeah word word like, <laughs> like all right don't do it again bro dude but yeah. it's like i think it's just so crazy because it's like in this situation she clearly was like yeah i'm 17 and he was like all right what's up like cool yeah. like he's like okay it's like, so hotel 9 p.m see Stop. it would have been a mistake if he was he didn't know how old she was. And then in that moment was like, Oh, I'm 17. He's like, Oh shit. Okay. Like got it. Like noted. Like I'll leave you alone. But instead he was like, your place or mine. Yeah. Yeah. He literally was like, your place or mine. Like, that's the thing. Like, so you just And I think um, also like the fact that he was a professor and like, I think a lot of, I think in this LA times article, some people are like, he was an all right professor. Like he, he was like, he definitely had other shit going on, but he was okay. He never did anything crazy to me. Like, and I I think it's, I think it's harder. I don't know. Um, I think maybe in his head, he was fulfilling some fucking fantasy in his head. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It was a whole power trip all over again, but it was a different kind. Yeah. Cause it's like, also we need to stop showing these like, teacher student relationships like yes please i was i was literally just about to say it is such an over romanticized trope like it's just Mm -hmm. disgusting so gross yeah like pretty little liars we let them for so long we're like ezra and aria are gold they will they end up together they literally literally get married married. how fucked up is that that is so fucked 
And then Riverdale even had that. Yeah. Um, Isn't and then, there a Hulu show like, called a, The Teacher? teacher right yeah. yeah. I, I haven't seen I haven't it, seen but it. I heard it's about like, they, they're saying how it's bad, but that's not what I've seen so far. Yeah, because if you people so people fucking hooking up and it being super sexual and you're using yeah. Boyfriend by Justin Bieber in the background, like, <laughs> Wait, I stop. mean, what? <laughs> I saw that on TikTok. Yeah, like, I saw that too. They were like, no. they ki- he kissed or something. They kissed or something. And then Boyfriend it's by like, Justin uh, Bieber uh, uh, starts, oh, wait, it's you, like, ding, like yeah. the beginning. I, uh, who agreed I to, to that it. from Justin's team? Because I got a few questions for them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what. No, I guess like no, I've heard no, that the no. the soundtrack to that show is just like ridiculous. Because <laughs> I guess it's supposed to be set in like 2012, 20 whenever. Okay. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. That's why oh, but I guess that makes a little. Well, no, it's still weird, but. Yeah, I have to watch it before I have a full. Me, me too. Me too. But the fact that people are just putting up the sexual yeah. things on the internet just. Shows what people are taking away from it. Yeah. I mean, I, don't know. I, like I, think, I was going to say, I have like a permanent stink face right now. Like throughout this whole conversation, I just like looked up and realized I've been sitting here like, <laughs> like physical, <laughs> like trying to like uncomfortably like smile. But at the same time, this topic is just so cringe. It's because so, these, it's so cringe. these people, are, it's just one of those things that like, especially like our generation, it's so common sense to be like, Ew, gross, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know. It just it's weird that we even have to be like, hey, that's wrong. Everyone should just yeah. know it's wrong. You know? It's weird that we're sitting here being like, stop like, giving these people jobs. Honestly, the film and television, like anything that gets put up or like released, like it gives you mm-hmm. such a fucked up sense of reality. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they can only fit so much in 30 to 50 minutes. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, there's so much left on the editing floor as well. They can make a whole different type of narrative if they really wanted to. Yeah. They can even go back for reshoots. But I just think it's it's always interesting to me how I think that just comes like being like a film major. Yeah. About like you literally. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> oh, she's a film major. Oh, okay. Um, like, I feel like, but it's true though. You literally take theory classes where you have you like do. it reprograms yeah. your brain. I can't watch anything in peace anymore. My mom was like, you know how they do those talk shows where it's like they talk about what it was about after. Yeah. Like the Talking Dead or whatever. Mm-hmm. My mom was like, they overthink it. I was like, mom, that's no. what I'm going to school for. <laughs> literally. That's, that's, that's the thing. That's like, but that's uh, that's what I was about to say. Like, like the general population doesn't understand there's thought behind it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and yeah. like no shade because it's it's yeah, like if you don't really think about it, then like why are you gonna care about it? I yeah. guess. That's why people don't take fucking COVID seriously. Anyways. Oh, um, yo, so <laughs> there it is. I was getting to anti-maskers in this episode. Um, oh, for listening. Anyway. <laughs> Um, what was well, I on about? To wrap this section of the podcast up. Um, no, we still have to talk about Harvey. Well, I don't, there's so much, but he's in jail. And I think he's that's what jail. matters. Jail. He went to prison. He'll probably, jail. he'll probably pass away in jail too. Woo! No, I think hopefully. This, this that's kind of wrong to clap, but still. But still. No, I think it's fine. As long as he doesn't okay. get the death penalty, I just think he should just rot in prison. I don't know. He's, he's, he's in prison. Like he's yeah. prison for life. I just hope he... But like, oh, but still, like he's so rich, he's in the nicest prison ever. Oh yeah. So he's yeah. still gonna be fine. Well, I Harvey more people is getting Harvey's getting old and ill. Like he keeps asking to be released because he's mm-hmm. getting really sick and frail. But like, I heard he got COVID <laughs> in jail. I don't know if that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, Karma. 
exactly. I mean, Tiger right. King got COVID in jail too. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger King? Yeah, he got COVID. What? He COVID. does like secret vlogs from prison. I don't really know how they're doing that. I saw like he'll, well, I saw a know, clip of him talking about it. Honestly, cell phones in prison are a thing, and I love the TikToks. Oh, oh I love jail TikTok. If someone in prison sees this podcast, please drop more. <laughs> please. They, they like listen to our podcast in prison. <laughs> they listen to Megan, Megan the Stallion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good for them. Good. Anyways, yeah. Unless they did something really bad. I think uh, yeah, wrapping yeah, yeah. up this section <laughs> is like there's just a genuine abuse of power. Yes. And yeah. there's nobody mm-hmm. checking them. And I think looking forward to the future i think we're moving towards checking people and actually taking believing survivors and of course there's going to be like missteps along the way woody allen harvey weinstein everybody on this list we could go on on and on we could literally sit here for hours just listing off people but i think there are power numbers and Mm -hmm. i think it is scary like trying to call out somebody special when they have power over you or if they're like more famous than you or whatever but you know they need to be called out and they need to be held accountable for their actions and it it just makes me mad fuck these men yeah exactly um moving on to our second little subsection of this we want to talk about a couple other uh celebrities that i guess quote unquote were canceled during 2020 but i think another part of like another aspect of this whole thing is that these people deserve to be quote unquote canceled. Um, I, I don't know. I think I think a lot of people are like, oh, stop cancel culture. But I'm like, it does this even count as cancel culture? These people are just being horrible. No, I don't think this should count as cancel culture. I think the I, the notion of cancel culture is bad, but these people just need to stop. Like we need to just stop supporting them. We need to like stop Absolutely. giving them the platform. And I think that's what cancel culture should be. I think most of the times it is, but most people, some mm, people take it differently. Some people. Well, Twitter takes it. Twitter, Mm -hmm. TikTok, social media in general, like molds it into a different thing. Well, I don't think the majority of it is that. I feel like the majority of it is actually. I mean, I feel like when it starts like becoming like doxing, when people are releasing addresses and like personal information, that's one thing. But I think like, I think cancel culture, like, I think it's productive in the sense that you are deplatformizing, if that's a word, deplatformizing. <laughs> it is now. It is now. Yeah, it is now. I've claimed it. Um, people that deserve it, essentially. But I think that, like, it's hard because sometimes, like, it's cancel culture is difficult and it's a tricky thing because, to one degree, you want the person to learn. Mm-hmm. But by canceling someone so intensely, like, I feel like they don't learn shit. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Because then they're on the defensive. That's, that's like my yeah. issue with it is like they're actually not going to grow from it at all. Like just on like us, like um, just on small lovers levels, like James Charles getting canceled every fucking week, Trisha Paytas getting canceled every week, Charlie <laughs> Dixie, whatever the fuck, like yeah. they get canceled every other week, but then like they just like stay silent for a couple of weeks and then it's like okay welcome back with open arms what growth did you actually do yeah what what reflection mm-hmm. did you actually take i highly doubt that because they're still making shit tons Absolutely. of money oh, like yeah. i don't think they're actually taking the time to learn because it's like they, i think it's the first time somebody gets quote-unquote canceled is scary but uh, when they rise from the ashes or whatever the fuck you want to call it and then they're like oh everything's fine so they just it just 
feeds into like this power yeah. trip that we've been talking about, like just perpetuating that people can actually get away with it. I think that just, so the, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to handle it. Yeah. Like how do you actually make sure somebody's growing as a person? I think the term canceled is just way too broad. Yeah. Um, the two people we're, ta- yeah. we're talking about, it's not even more canceled. It's more like they actually suck and we don't want to support them anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Whether you want to call that canceling or whatever it is. Um, so the first person is to stop giving them attention. Yes. Because they yeah. will keep, they keep, they know now that this is what gets them. Okay, yeah. well, let me get into it. Okay, so J.K. Rowling, this was the worst mm-hmm. thing to, well, okay, that's a little drastic, but this, I feel like if you grew up with Harry Potter, it's earth shattering. This literally sad. ruined every, okay, so for people who don't know, which I feel like a, the general public knows about this now, but um, so it started when J.K. Rowling, there was an article and it, it, it used the phrase people who menstruate, or did I say that right? Yeah. yeah okay for some the way it was spelled i was like okay um and then she like posted the article on twitter and her tweet was she said people who menstruate you mean women which like now we know that like that's people who menstruate does not just mean women yeah because that is like trans exclusionary so okay anyway people called yeah people called jk rowley out on it um and instead of being like oh my god yeah no she went on a rampage. She literally just continued and continued to spew this like transphobic rhetoric. She continued to literally she's out of control. Um, and not only that, but she released a new book. Let me just tell you what this book is about. The villain or the antagonist of the book is a male who cross-dresses, is, is I think that's a term that they use in the book. Um, and he dresses up as a woman essentially to kill other women. Oh my god, oh, I can't. I didn't know about that. Yeah, that's uh, people were they were like, "You are dumb." Like J.K. Rowling, you are dumb. And she still has not. She will not apologize for it because she. This is truly what she believes. She made merch about it. There's there's merch. You can find merch on Etsy. That yeah, it's it's a whole thing. Um, Literally every single well, most of the Harry Potter cast members were like, "No, we do not agree with her." Like the main three, when the three main actors from the reason that you are rich. Come out and are like, no, we. Well, sorry, but it's true. Like a lot of the Harry Potter uh, fame came from the movies. That's how. Oh, I was such a Harry Potter. I'm, and here's the thing. Okay, this is another thing I want that I wanted to slightly mention is, I think like separating art from the person who made it. Art from the artist. Yes, that's that's what I wrote. Me writing that and forgetting to use it. Uh, (laughs) I think you can't at some points because to a like, certain degree you can't like for example like chris True. brown that's chris brown's music yeah and listening to it you are listening to an abuser and yeah. that is just something that you that if that's on your conscience go ahead but uh, you know but then again i think this is not not george lucas didn't do anything but for example the mandalorian george lucas has basically nothing to do with that but they took the world and the characters that he created and they made their own thing and it is thriving and mm-hmm. i think if we just stop letting jk rowling because she barely owns these things anymore. So yeah. I feel like if we continued, like, reclaiming the wizarding world, I guess, and let other... Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, other yeah. creators, other writers, other actors um, create content for this, which is going to be fresh and original because Fantastic Beasts mm-hmm. is not working. Um, <laughs> that's true. But if we let them use these characters in this world, I think it can turn something so horrible from what she's turned it into and make it more positive for all these communities because harry potter was a very important for lgbtq people because like harry literally he escapes from the closet that's literally where he comes Mm -hmm. from like 
and he like literally joins this world of like magic and all these things um but when you look closer at it there's a lot of horrible metaphors that jk rowling has in the books like the werewolf is supposed to represent like aids and they gave oh i'm at what yeah so the character in the book um i don't know how how much it translates into the movie but he's like a metaphor for like gay men and like the hiv aids epidemic and like the werewolf bite and like preying on children like she literally is horrible so you can't even look oh back at that God. content anymore oh and enjoy gosh. it much because like yeah. you look at it as an adult and you're like this her like hatred and there's her- another film that did that like basically well there's an author that's like don't like they're gone they're, they're dead they're, <laughs> they're not even like a part of this earth remotely and um, <laughs> i guess they were like really transphobic. i don't remember exactly what it was they're like super transphobic but like these people that like directed and produced a film completely reclaimed it and like me because i guess they were like homophobic yeah. i know what you're talking about I know, but right? i can't yeah right and then right that happened it was like a fantasy it like, was a fantasy something it wasn't lord of the ring i mean only thinking of harry potter and lord of the rings yeah I don't know what else well if is. you know you know if you don't yeah i guess you can google it but yeah <laughs> basically they made like characters gay and it's kind of like oh, a no. fuck you too whoever. oh wait are you talking about lovecraft country Oh, yes. That's exactly oh, what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. Okay, so yeah, H.P. Lovecraft was horrible. <laughs> Literally awful, so racist. He was basically a Nazi. And they remade the, the new show, um, Lovecraft Country. Full, like an all-black cast. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal cast. And they, they took his content, his stories. I don't, I don't know how I forgot about that. And they made a great show that is... That's where I learned it from. I learned it from, from this podcast. Yeah. This podcast. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's just those two examples are... Yeah. And I think that's a way you can reclaim it. Exactly. Which I think we yeah. have, like at this point, Harry Potter is bigger than her. Oh, yeah. It is no longer hers yeah. because no, the yeah. world is, it's part of the it's, world It's now. become like a, such a fan culture thing. Yeah. 100%. This I whole mean, thing like, is just about fan culture, essentially. I mean, it is because fans kind of dominate if like it's okay or not for these people to like continue progressing, mm-hmm. essentially. Like if you're, that's why I think deplatforming these people and just Honestly, just if you if somebody does something shitty, pretend like they don't exist. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what cancel culture yeah. should be. It's like pretend like they don't exist. Just ignore so ignore ignore them. So they're like, oh well, fuck, I can't come back. So actually, I had I should probably think about my actions and probably yeah. do something to better myself as yeah. a fucking human. And like, and then like once they've shown that they've grown, they can do whatever they want to mm-hmm. show that they've improved and the fans or whatever the internet whatever they're trying to appeal to can decide like that's how it should be just like stop stop like entertaining these things because if they're making any sort of money if they're being accepted into whatever um sector of entertainment that they're in and they can like see a way out and like get away with it then they're not gonna grow no it's like you, we can't cancel Caitlyn Bennett if people keep retweeting her videos yes. and being oh like, I God. hate this girl. Yeah, we all hate this girl. Yeah. Stop giving her attention. Exactly. Because she's going to keep doing it. If you're feeding into their ego. She's literally doing it to mm-hmm. piss people off. And yeah. Did you, wait, did you guys even know that J.K. Rowling signed this public, mm-hmm. um, it was like a public article or petition or essay or something that, yeah. that was saying, let's cancel cancel culture. And she it's was so one stupid. of the signers on it. Lord have mercy. It's always the it's, shittiest people that sign that stuff on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you said, like people, I think people fear cancel culture more than actually taking, like people fear cancel. Eh, sorry. That's like a lot. To talk. People fear <laughs> cancel culture so much that they just like, 
refuse to acknowledge their actions. And that's what it goes back to is like JK Rowling is just so like, these people are all crazy, but it's like, she doesn't see the error in her ways because she's so set on the fact that this is just the toxicity of the internet toxicity of like our generation, but it's like, no, we're asking you to take accountability. We're not being these horrible people. It's like, yeah. Like, sorry, your views are dated, bitch. Like fucking (laughs) talk to the actual trans person. And like see their point of view and see like I it's just ignorance at like they it's just plain ignorance. Mm-hmm. Oh I'm like remembering more and more about Me the too. thing as we were like are sitting here. She also posted on her website because she didn't specifically address what she said about being transphobic, mm-hmm. but she um, the book dropped and then she chose the time when a lot of people were getting angry with her to really reveal the fact that she's been raped on her website. Oh, right. I forgot about that. So it's kind of, so it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's just another person shifting the narrative away from what they've actually done rather than taking accountability for it. And like, while that is like, of course, really tragic and unfortunate, it's like, you can't really just be like, blame your, I think the reason they do that, I think the reason they do that, they're like, well, like, I'm a hurt person. See, I've done, I've gone through shit. Like, that's why I'm a shitty person. No, 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 no. We all have. No, no babe. Yeah, like, you're not taking no. accountability at all. Anyways. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, really quickly. I found the merch that she retweeted. I want to tell you about this. So she, it's, a, it's essentially like an Etsy shop, I guess. And so she okay. posted like, sometimes a t-shirt just speaks to you. So the, sh- the shirt <laughs> says, this witch doesn't burn. Which like, okay, sure. Thank a little you. cheesy, but sure. But when you go look at the shop, there's one... I don't even want to say these out loud because they're so bad and I don't want this audio of me saying these things on the internet, but they're all awful. They're like anti-pronoun stuff. It's um, transphobic stuff. Oh, no. Um, She knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. She like That's disgusting. And I think shifting to the last thing that we're going to talk about, which is in the same vein, because isn't Johnny Depp's character in Fantastic Beats, like, isn't, aren't they like gay? What? Yeah, oh god well okay <laughs> yeah this is this, we're sticking with the harry potter theme <laughs> yeah but so essentially, i thought that was the easiest way to transition it is yeah harry potter <laughs> um so she started making these like spin-off movies called the fantastic beasts um and it's essentially prequels to the harry potter series and one of the main things that she said when she was like uh i don't know she just puts things on twitter and just is like okay that's new so she, on twitter one time she said oh by the way dumbledore was gay the whole time which is not really in the books. Um, <laughs> I guess if you look close enough, there are some things that you, I don't know. He, she should, if she wanted to make him gay in the book, she could have made him blatantly gay. Like blatant, yeah. Yeah. And so she was like, and he had a romance with um, Grindelwald, which was this like the Voldemort of the back then, <laughs> essentially. Um, and in the movie, the first one, I think Colin Farrell plays him, but he yeah. was like transformed and just kidding. It was Johnny Depp. Uh, but now they recasted him again because. Yeah. Of this whole thing. Yeah. If you like. Oh, <laughs> I don't okay. know where to start. Well, the John, Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation, which I feel like has been going on for years. It really so has. So basically, mm-hmm. and I think this is this is what makes it hard because it makes people, this is one, one thing that makes people not believe survivors. Amber Heard. Um, so Amber Heard comes out and she, like, because it's show, I think, like, they got announced that they were getting divorced or something. Yeah. And then she was like, yeah, I've been abused by Johnny Depp. And that's why I'm getting divorced. And basically, like, uh, in their dispositions, dispositions, is yeah. that what it's called? 
I think so. And they're legal hearings. I don't know the terminology. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a film major guy. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> um, and basically, it, it just it gets it gets released on Twitter and stuff, mm-hmm. and like just the way that she's handling it, it just it becomes obvious to everyone else, I guess, besides like the actual people doing the case that Amber Heard is also not as innocent as she yeah. leads on because she is also abusive towards John Depp yeah. as well. They're both toxic for each other. Oh, absolutely. They're this both definitely fucking yeah, abuse each other. Horrible relationship. Yeah, incredibly toxic. But I guess like the recent thing that I saw on Twitter was like a recording of a conversation that they had and Johnny Depp is like, well, you fucking hit me. You hit me first. That like, audio you, is genuinely scary. Yeah, you fucking hit me. And then she yeah. was like, she just would, she was like, yeah, I hit you. She's like, you're a baby, you're, Johnny. Yeah, you're it's a baby. So scared. She's like, you're a little pissy. Like, yeah. basically. She's literally attacking Yeah, him. and then while she's playing, they're playing the audio, Amber Heard is shown like smirking. And you can and you can look at audio and I mean audio interviews. We'll like, never know the actual truth. No, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can watch video interviews where she's like making little comments and he like flinches mm-hmm, when she mm-hmm, does stuff, yeah. which is so scary. But yeah. the, I think the reason this was huge was because this Amber Heard. Like the the I almost said the twist the the <laughs> turn like I guess when we found out that Amber Heard was also doing things was like two years later so Johnny yeah. for two years he lost um the Pirates of the Caribbean character he lost so like he wasn't getting roles essentially yeah. and everyone was like we hate Johnny Depp and then all this yeah. Amber Heard that came, one was hard too because I yeah. really like Johnny Depp all this Amber Heard stuff came out all of a sudden like all at once mm-hmm. and we were like. Like, how do you come back from that? You know what I mean? Like, she absolutely knew what she was doing. She absolutely, she, she abused, like, this amazing, powerful movement to fucking get revenge on, honestly, they were both shitty in the relationship. So, like, they should both have accountability in that. But she basically abused, like, because, like, she came out with this, I think, in the same time, like, the Me Too movement was happening. Um, and that's fucked. Like Amber Heard, you're fucked yeah. up for doing that. Like, don't do that. And I think, and it, she's harming so many other women that are because so, now they're going to use this as an example. Yeah, they're but, like, see, not all survivors are telling the truth. Be like, well, what about Amber Heard? And yeah, but that's, that's oh my god, fuck. she's such a bitch. Fuck her. She, she's not a good actress. Fuck you, <laughs> bitch. Oh. Um, okay. Anyway, well, I mean, well, I, think, I think. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I feel like with the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp situation, it's so difficult to talk about because at the end of the day, it's like, we don't really know what happens Mm -hmm. behind closed doors. And I think there's really crazy evidence on both sides that both of them did pretty horrible things. And like, I mean, going back to what we were talking about earlier, it's like the, um, it all started with the Sutton publishing why that they're why they're getting divorced or something and then it was like this whole as of recently like the libel lawsuit against Mm -hmm. the son um accusing them of like lying that he's like a wife beater but he lost it because whatever they found evidence that he was one and it just Mm -hmm. it's one of those things that is just so it's so messy and it's like I don't know I think it it's crazy because it's it's weird seeing Twitter get in like this kind of like discourse about like, well, fuck Amber Heard, but it's also fuck Not Johnny Depp. Sides. No, yeah. literally. Yeah. People literally that's, what was, that's what I was about to say. I was like, because I saw like people posting yeah. the video of Amber Heard and being like, yeah, fuck you, Amber Heard, you destroyed Johnny Depp's career. And I was like, well, honestly, like they both were shitty. Let's just, yeah. like, about, let's just, let's like, let them figure that out yeah. and find new actors in the meantime. Yeah. yeah, like Johnny Depp has been proven to not be like, the greatest person mm-hmm. like if you read like this i read this 
long-winded Rolling Stone article of this, where this guy spent like the whole day with Johnny Depp, essentially this interviewer, and like it's just like, hmm, like he just didn't seem like the most warm, <laughs> kind person. Very much like a like a real life vampire type of situation. It was really odd. Like you should read the article. It's it's like or skim it at least. It's so fucking long, but like it was just like really unsettling. I was like, this does not make me like Johnny Depp at all. Like. Sorry. What is the that? fridge just started making scary noises? Uh, I was like, uh. oh, it's the ice maker. It's the ice maker. Oh. That was scary. I was like, I was like, oh, no, I heard it. Too. I was like, Willy <laughs> Wonka comes crawling out of the corner. Ooh, oh, ew, no. ew, ew, ew. Anyways, Sorry. anyways, yeah. So I think it's harmful on both ends. Like yeah. Amber Heard, like hurting, like this believing survivors basically like giving people like evidence like not everybody's telling the truth which is so fucked up but also johnny depp's not clear either i think the best solution here let's recast whatever it's not the internet's decision to say who's wrong and who's right exactly so that's what i think in terms of like movies and stuff that's what i think that we have control. We don't have any control over their personal lives. That is literally yeah. none of our business. It's going to be out people there. people think they do. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. They need to figure that out on their own. That's, I literally don't care anymore. Like that's, please go figure that out where you're not <laughs> affecting other people and like heart hurting literally entire movements by lying. Um, so I think, I think it's also interesting that he lost all his roles. Um, but Amber Heard literally like came out with the smuggest statement where she was like, no, I'm so excited to be in the new Aquaman. And I was like, right after Johnny Depp got recast in oh. Fantastic Beasts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but it's That's weird because it's also the same weird. company. They're both Warner Brothers. I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. Um, in conclusion. I, mean, I think, God. I think one thing that I do have to say about this mm-hmm. whole situation is like, I'd love to see the internet ride as hard for like actual survivors of sexual mm-hmm. assault mm-hmm. in the way that they've been saying fuck amber heard because people yeah. lie and i think that's like the craziest thing about like social media and also like social movements is just seeing what people have to say especially when like specific situations have affected you personally and like mm-hmm. seeing people like, for example, like, in particular, in this situation, like, when people say things like, but what about people that lie when they talk about sexual assault? If that's the only time you're going to be using your voice to speak up mm-hmm. against sexual assault is just to discredit victims, you're not using your voice for good. And I think, I don't know, I think that we just need to keep talking and having these hard car- like conversations and just, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, yeah, people lie, but that's a very small percentage. And that's mm-hmm. why, yeah, again, exactly. that's why I do have such a difficult time, like talking about the Amber Heard situation, because it's like, no person, like, no person would like, why? Like, what's the point of lying? In this situation, yeah. there might be some ulterior motives when it comes to like, fame, when it comes mm-hmm. to just revenge. But it's like, I mean, speaking up against your abuser is not a revenge plot it's you finally getting justice for something that's been i don't know hurting you so that's just my two cents on it but it's also just like a weird i think that situation is just so messy and it's just too public and that they both should just take a hiatus forever (laughs) hiatus is like forever forever. like i think johnny depp is fine like he's gonna he's got his back forever like honestly they're both fine if they're never in another movie again and that's another thing about like 
about these celebrities like they're all fine they're all gonna be fine yeah no. like it it's they're not getting hurt like kevin spacey fine for the rest of his life because he still has sad. all yeah he's financially sound because that's ultimately what all these people care about and honestly what majority of people care about is how much money they're making at the end of the day which is so fun though but anyways i could go on a tangent about that but i won't um basically i guess like wrapping it up like there's no i think what we gather from this is that there's no like set answer on like how to handle these situations um i think it's literally in terms of us as audiences and as fans and as people who consume media i think you just gotta know when Mm -hmm. and understand that these are real people and that they are not you can't put all these people on the pedestal like it's so dangerous like i we all have harry styles i know but like we can't just (laughs) i don't know why is that harry styles because i feel like everyone loves harry styles but i feel like it's you need to realize that these people are literally people and that if at some point they come out that some they did something wrong you have to know that yeah like you're gonna you're gonna be fine not supporting uh ansel elgort yeah you're fine but it's also (laughs) shitty because like West Side Story. There's so many other people that are like that girl attached who got to it. Exactly, she, the girl that got casted. She is brand new. It's her first movie. Her first movie mm-hmm. ever, and like that yeah. sucks. And like, I I think I don't know. That's hard to do as well because like, you don't want to support Anza Elgort, but you also have to think about like the rest of the people that were involved in that yeah. um, movie making. Yeah. So it's hard, but you know what. there's nothing like i think also just when it comes to real people's lives especially on the internet you feel because you can say whatever you want whenever you want on the internet Mm -hmm. you feel a lot of power behind that (laughs) and like as you should to some extent (laughs) i mean as no (laughs) hold on now you now i forgot my fucking sorry (laughs) but like you do to a certain extent because you can literally say whatever whatever but like honestly maybe just take fucking step back and think about what you're saying yeah yeah and I don't think a lot of people have that. Why do you I think mean, everyone wants to give their opinion? Yeah. Guilty. Yeah. Us with a podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, like, when you're proven wrong or, like, whenever, mm-hmm. like, I'll always stand on the soapbox. Like, when you're proven wrong, like, it's okay to admit that fault and be like, yeah, I was fucking wrong. Now I'm ed- I learned something new and I don't feel that way anymore. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people have, yeah. that, uh, have a hard time admitting that. So. <laughs> I think... Yeah. I think, like, I saw this on Instagram. It's, of course, one of those head-ass, like, Instagram, like, infographic <laughs> quotes or whatever. But um, I think that there's certain things that are forgivable and there's certain things that aren't. Um, but the quote said something like, accountability is the greatest form of love that you can give to someone. Mm-hmm. And I think in situations where, like you said, where people are wrong and then you can, like, easily correct them, like, I think holding your friends accountable is the number one step of, like, of course, just, like, I don't know, no longer giving people the power to treat other people like shit. Like, call your own friends, your own circle out. And then, I mean, I think slowly but surely more people realize that, like, even if, if the people around you can be so shitty, it's, like, what's, like, I don't know less famous people will be shitty i don't know how to explain it but it's just no, like one of those th- things it makes sense yeah you gotta hmm. hold people accountable if you truly love your friends you'll hold them accountable yeah normalize cutting people out of your lives <laughs> like really when they normalize don't. holding people accountable also yeah. um 
sad. I don't even know. I mean, yeah, there's. No, I, I, I don't want to end it on a negative note, but. But you can't. Like, it, it's just a shitty, like, reality of the situation. Yeah. Like, it is. And, like, I think the fact that we're able, like, I think normalize having conversations like this with your friends. Yeah, absolutely. Like, 100%. Like, it doesn't always have to be super lighthearted. And if you actually care about the growth of the people in your life, like, you'll have this conversation. Like, it, it's okay to say wrong things. I'm sure I've said wrong oh, things. Oh, absolutely. Um, everybody no, has. both of us, yeah. All of us That have. made it sound like I was like, I was like, yeah, you have. But I meant like, <laughs> I meant like we, we've all said yeah, that. It's okay. And like, I am more than willing to admit my faults and admit when I'm wrong about something. Mm-hmm. And I think like, it's hard. It's hard to do that. It's a hard to like, especially like with people's egos and stuff. But mm-hmm you know, I think that's just a part of growing as a person. And especially like at the age we're at, we're all at, like, this is the biggest time where we start to realize like, okay, we're not as like fucking, um, we're, we're more vulnerable than we think. We're not yeah. as like yeah. smart as we think we are. Like <laughs> exactly. you, have to, you have to get checked and that's yeah. okay. Um, and yeah, I guess that's the most positive note I could end it on. Yeah. Yeah. So it is a positive um, note, I guess. We'll leave resources on our Instagram and also, um, it's hard to come out about sexual assault and you are loved and you are heard. And you know what? I guess that's it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There are people who support you in conclusion. Like if anyone's out there listening and they're like, Sarah, right like it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know. It's just such a cheesy thing to say. I know, but like, that's literally like, it's, I think it's important to yeah. be said. Because, like, yes, it sounds cheesy, but, like, And it's hard it's when you see, true. like, powerful people get away with that kind of shit. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Anyways. Thank you, Serena, for coming on and talking Thank to us about all me. this. Mm-hmm. Um, where can people find you and any of your work? Um, if you want to plug any of your social media. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have a website. It is um, my first name and last name, serenabaines.com. I have a weird spelling of my name, so hopefully it's like in the description somewhere. Yeah, it'll be um, it'll be on our Instagram yeah. everything, so people can check it out on there too. Yeah, but Instagram, um, also Serena Baines, and yeah, just I mean, overall, just like to wrap up like my thoughts and everything. I mean, like you guys said, like it's it's a hard thing to come forward about things that have happened to you in your life, but just know that even if you never speak your truth just know that there are people that have gone through what you've gone through and that you're loved and you're believed and i mean karma's a bitch and i'm sorry they'll get theirs and i think i think that um you should just stick around to see to i don't know live your best life yeah yeah there you go. Well said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were a little bit frazzled with our, with our inspirational um, ending quote. Um, so, yeah, thank you everyone so much for listening. Um, did you want to plug that? Oh, yeah. I was just going to put the, the se- National Sexual Assault Telephone Hotline. It's um, 800 656 4673, and it's open 24 7. And you can also live chat as well. Yes. And that's by Rain. Yeah. So thank you everybody so much for listening. Um, buy your Christmas presents online. <laughs> Stay safe uh, because cases are rising. Um, yeah, just everyone stay safe is the most I can say at mm-hmm. this point. All right. Thank you, everyone.